Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Fingers Crossed. Another episode, another day, another bucket of fun. Am I right? Bucket of fun. I Sounds mean, like an advertisement for like a fish fry place. Honestly, it just made me think of the chum bucket. Six like dollar bucket of fun. Six dollar bucket of chum, and I still want the secret formula for the Krabby Patty because I'm Plankton. But anyway, hi, I'm Sierra, one of your hosts. Not actually Plankton. Not actually Plankton. I'm Christy. What's up, you guys? Back for another Tuesday. This is going to be a really fun episode. I feel like last week it was, I mean, it was a lively conversation, but also it was a very serious kind of conversation at the same time. That's how we do it. We alternate. We kind of go back and forth between serious and fun. So today it's fun. I feel like on the serious episodes, it's like get a cup of coffee. And on the fun episodes, it's like grab a glass of wine. Pop the Prosecco bottle that you've got in your fridge. If only we had the like actual. Oh, wait, let me try one time. One time. Sierra Green. That was pretty. That was that was pretty good. Yeah, that was not bad. We're super excited to get into this episode because it's one of our favorite types of episodes. Reading all of your stories and going through all our DMs and emails and messages from listeners who have their own personal experiences to share. And this particular day, we are talking about embarrassing or awkward workplace stories. So we are trying to think of something that it would be like a fun episode, but also something that like everyone can kind of relate to. Especially something that encapsulates like where we're at, like in our like 20s of like a lot of those entry level jobs, starting new jobs, jobs. those uh, temp jobs or the jobs you're just working while you're figuring out where you're going in your life or like jobs where you're low on the totem pole. Because I feel like a lot of times those jobs create the best stories because like hierarchies of of power (laughs) and like getting like with bosses and supervisors and those kind of things get into embarrassing moments a lot more because we're trying to like impress and we're trying to start our careers and it just like I feel like it just sets us all up for a plethora of embarrassing moments which makes for a fantastic episode yeah and we all have those stories too here and I are going to share some of our personal ones but first we are going to do our lemons of the week lemon time <laughs> okay we really we gotta st- work on that we still do- the awkward pause <laughs> we still don't have a lemon jingle sometimes life gets you down and then it's a lemon make lemonade Wow, I just feel like I was just watching a 50s, like, clip from a movie about them advertising on the radio. I feel like any time I go to do a commercial that's, like, 1950s is, like, my dumb, 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 Anyway, lemon time, you go ahead. Okay, my lemon of the week, it's actually a pretty stupid one again. I feel like I just haven't had, like, my life has been pretty, you know, chillin'. Um, the things that have happened are just, like, little annoyances, which is, you know, good. I like it that way. But we love, we love up. little annoyances. Yeah, true. Um, actually, this didn't even happen when I woke up, but I had an old person moment where I was sitting in a chair, literally just on my computer, checking emails in the morning or something. And I'd been up for a couple hours. Like, it wasn't right out of sleep, but I stood up and all of a sudden I get this giant crink in my neck. And it's one of those things where you like, your neck is like tilted to the side and you can't look one way and you're just like, what the heck? I, how did this happen? So and strange. I felt like an old person, which, you know, no offense to old people, but that does tend to happen as you age. So this must be what it's like to be 25, I guess. But, you know, it's just annoying when you're like, you forget to like later on in the day and then you'll go and to just like something turn and, like and you're like, pa- <laughs> and you're in pain. Yeah, just every nerve ending. I don't know what it was like. What is it, a pinched nerve when that happens or can, something? It like can that? be, yeah, or a muscle spasm or like I don't even know. I don't know what caused it though, because I don't really ever get those. I mean, maybe it's because like the bed if you were here, sitting weird. Because normally, but if you I wake wasn't. up with it. it I would know be that's weird. what I was thinking. But maybe it was your posture. But I was thinking I don't have bed posture as I'm like leaning, You're hunching like, over. <laughs> Hunchback um, of Nota Christi. Anyway, I definitely think it could be because the bed here is much more firm than my bed at home. So maybe my body's like used to softer. I, I don't know. I got a crick in my neck. That's like, <laughs> what is that from? <laughs> I don't know, but it just came into my head. There's something. Sierra Green, not even quoting anything, just goes, I got a crick. <laughs> no, it's definitely from something where someone's like, I don't know. I got a crick in my neck. Maybe oh I'm thinking God. of Woody going, there's a snake from my oh, I think you Maybe totally that's are. what I'm thinking totally of. Are. Anyway, so that was my love oh, of the week. When Woody from uh, Toy Story is like 85 and he gets a crick in his neck <laughs> and a snake there's in his neck. There's a crick in my neck. Yeah, anyway, my neck is fine. I healed pretty well. Uh, Could have been worse, but it's just one of those things where you don't like realize, you take for granted your neck mobility until you get a crick in your neck. I feel like you take anything for granted until it's not working. Like, I mean, anytime I have a cold... 
or I have a stuffy nose, I think to myself, wow, I took it so for granted when I had a breathable airway in my neck. Like you just like, you just like don't even think about those things. Or when you don't have a headache or a stomach ache or your ankle hurts, like, wow, I miss the good old days (laughs) when my ankles were functional. (laughs) Yeah. So I feel like it just, it gives you a new appreciation for body parts you normally forget about. Exactly. That's true. That's true. That's a good lemonade. Yeah. Lemonade. Appreciation for forgotten body parts. (laughs) So my lemon of this week is kind of a continuation lemon from last week, the lemon that doesn't quit. Um, And that's just about my computer. Computer, uh, being gone and out of service because it's in the shop for potentially this hard drive issue that may cause me to lose all my data if you're not caught up on what happened last week. Everyone's on the edge of their seats coming back every week for an update. Uh, yes, I would hope. I would hope. Sierra's laptop update of the episode. We don't need a jingle for everything that we do. <laughs> but also, do we? I kind of feel like we could. Sierra telling every damn story over and over. <laughs> da 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 da. Okay, uh, our entire episode would just become jingles. Uh, yeah. So when I first knew I wasn't going to have my laptop for four to six weeks, I was thinking, oh, okay, well, I'm not going to have access to my files. I won't, you know, be able to edit or like without using Jason's computer, all these things. But I'm realizing so many other things I had on there too. Like, for example, Jason's laptop doesn't have AirDrop and it doesn't have like iMessaging on the laptop. And those are things I used all the time for transferring files between my phone and the computer. So I've been having to, anytime I want to transfer something to my, like to the computer from my phone, I have to email it. And sometimes with large files, like audio files, video files, like I mean, you have to upload them to Google Drive. So that's been a whole thing. And then frustrations have come up. So that's just like, I mean, again, it could always be so much worse and I'm doing fine. But I guess that's just the small lemon or there have been quite a few computer and transferring of file related hindrances that have been kind of annoying this week. But the lemonade is, I, again, I still have a computer to use and um, Christy's helped me on a few occasions by like emailing things to me and we've been making it work. And, uh, you know, we're kind of at the other side. You know, four to six <laughs> weeks is a long time, but we've already got one week down. So one week down, three to one five week to down go. and three to five weeks to go. Okay, that's enough of that. So looking forward to next week, our fingers crossed for next week. I think I talked about on the podcast, yeah, that I'm applying for this fellowship and the assessment for it, which will qualify you as a finalist or not, opens less than a week from now. It opens Woo! on Wednesday. So my fingers crossed for next week is that that goes half decent and well and good. But basically, I won't even know for a long time. You can take it in the window of two weeks, but I want to do it on the early side. So we'll see. Maybe by the time we record next week, I'll have already taken it. We'll see. Or not. Probably not because I'm a procrastinator. But we'll see. Also, I won't even know if I'm a finalist until like Thanksgiving time. So stay tuned until then to see that I failed, because I probably will. Hey, you know what? No, we're not putting those vibes out. We're going to say that you're going to do well. Okay, we can put good vibes, but also we're preparing for the worst and that the statistics are, like, very small percentage of people make it, so. That's true, but telling yourself you're going to fail will never get you success. I... No, I definitely... Obviously, if I thought 100% that I was going to fail, I wouldn't even try. But that's true. I'm trying. (laughs) And we're we're hoping for the best. Our fingers are crossed that I do well. We will prepare for the worst, but we will hope for the best. That's what we do on the show. Yeah, exactly. And keep the fingers crossed. I didn't sing that time. It was kind of sing-songy. I can't help myself. I'm sorry. (laughs) So my fingers crossed for this week. It's just like a small thing. Um, I'm doing a couple small brand partnerships with some brands I'm excited about, um, which is cool because I get to... uh, advertise some cool stuff and show off some cool companies as well as uh, make a little bit of income, which is very much needed during this time because Disney's still closed, as we know. Um, Maybe opening soon. I hear a lot of rumors, but again, I have no official notice on anything. These are rumors I just hear off the street, but until then, I have a couple brand partnerships lined up and I'm excited about it. So where did Disney rumors come from? Like who started? I mean, that? everywhere. I mean, there was this rumor that got started by this total gossip site that said that there's a Disney gossip site. Oh, there's thousands. <laughs> like um, a whole new world, truly. Yeah. I mean, no pun intended. just, I mean, it's insane. Like there was one that was like, um, the CEO of Disney is tired of the of the insane restrictions that California is putting up for the pandemic, and they are going to forklift move everything in Disneyland and move it to Texas. What? Who in their right mind? And like multiple people were sharing this article from one of those super non-reputable sources. Universal Studios propaganda. uh, 
but I'm also just like imagine you are how driving could, down the street and, and you just see Splash the, Mountain. the Splash Mountain goes by, the Matterhorn <laughs> goes by, Winnie the Pooh and Friends goes by. Dumbo flies off his like you, ride yeah. and hits your car. <laughs> the entire new brand new Star Wars land that was just built picks up on this moving truck and goes by. Like it's just it's impossible. So I don't actually have any like people ask me all the time like because I work there like oh do you have like the insider information and I want to refer them to that Steve Martin meme anyway so she doesn't know hmm, interesting okay fine I guess you'll have to find a different podcast for your Disney gossip because we know nothing I mean as soon as they make an official statement like of course you'll be the first to know from me once I'm able to speak about it but essentially I just I don't know anything the public doesn't know so that's all on that know. nothing exciting there but you know what is exciting? Embarrassing workplace stories. Yeah, look at that. Transition was seamless. Okay, we have seamless. some stories. If you want to be involved in the future, we got these all from Instagram or our email. So you can follow us at Fingers Crossed Pod on Instagram if you want to be a part of them. We plan to do a lot of episodes like this in the future for different topics. So if you have any sort of stories about anything, you'll want to follow us. Yeah. <laughs> if anything has ever happened to you in life, follow us on Instagram. <laughs> At fingers crossed pod, if we didn't already say that. This workplace story for me, now I've never had, like, when you think of workplace, I feel like I picture, like, business casual, like, office job kind cubicles. of stuff. Cubicles. But the beauty of all these submissions that we got is that people work in all sorts of fields. We got stories from lifeguarding to nannying to being a nurse or um, dental yogurt assistant. Land. Yogurt I mean, just truly, like everything. So this job, I've never worked really like a cubicle type job. So, but I still, I have lots of great embarrassing stories from Disney and or my waitress job or all my various ones. But this one is great because it combines both. So every now and then I, my Disney shifts were always from early in the morning to like mid afternoon. And every now and then I tried to avoid doing this, but sometimes I had to go straight to a serving shift at my restaurant in Burbank right after a Disney shift. Mm -hmm. This was back in the pre COVID days. So I would have had gotten up at like 5 AM that morning and gone to a full shift working at Disney. And then straight after my shift, driven up to my restaurant and clocked in for a closing shift where I was going to be there until like 11. So, I mean, it was a oh, long, is a long, long day. day and granted, get that bread, but I was very tired. And the kind of speech when you work at Disney, you say lots of things like have a magical day and hello princesses. And you just, you know, you use lots of themed language. And I think my brain was in full Disney fry because I went up to like one of my first tables of the night and I walked up to the table and with this big old smile on my face, I said, greetings, royal friends <laughs> to the table. And they all just looked at me. I mean, this is like some regular ass group of people at a brewery in downtown Burbank. And I was just like, greetings, royal friends. And I, my brain was still totally in Disney mode. And they looked at me and I realized what I had said out loud. And I don't think I have been so embarrassed in a very long time. And I want to do that in my day-to-day -day life. I immediately was just like, I'm... Hi guys, what can I get started for you? You want some drinks? Like I just tried to recover, but I didn't even address it. I didn't even you say did. like no because I didn't want to like if I was like I'm sorry, I just came from a shift at Disneyland. I knew that would prompt a million follow-up questions and oh, I was just God. like, you know what? They can just think I'm weird. So I just decided and they just kind of went with it Let and it then roll. the rest of the night, we I mean it ended up being fine and like I pulled it back and got them their food and they tipped me well and it was fine but I still like that moment you know when you get like really embarrassed and your heart like falls into your butt for a second when you mm -hmm. realize what you just did and that was very much me <laughs> in that moment so um when oh, you're waitressing funny. or serving or bartending don't greet your tables with greetings royal friends or do and just see what happens yeah just you know us. try try it out and see and then tell them <laughs> when they're you know signing their check thanks so much for dining with us have a magical day and see what they think <laughs> okay my story is like definitely not like that it's not like happy funny it's just like oh god that's cringy but you know we all have those too i was working at my internship at a think tank in washington dc and i'd been there the whole semester i just worked like one-on-one -on -one with my supervisor who worked we were in the communications department it was very much like you know cubicle-ish kind of system, formal office environment. Mm -hmm. It was like a casual office environment, but it was still like a 
you know, you wear nice clothes and you go to the office kind of thing. Yeah, like exactly what I described before when I picture yes. workplace environment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, People wear um, shirts with collars on them. Yeah, they tend to do that. Yeah. And so my boss and I, it's not like we had like an only professional, like super rigid relationship. Um, but also we weren't like close. Like we'd crack jokes every now and again, but it was still like professional. As it should be, you know, most of the time. But sometimes people are, like, friends with their bosses, and this wasn't really the case. And um, so on the last day of my internship, there was this whole fair in the Ronald Reagan International Trade Building, because that's the building that the think tank was in. And um, it's an also attached to a bunch of different offices, and it's a big thing. And inside, it was, like, an international food fair that they do every year. And so they have all these different booths of people from different countries serving dishes from their respective home countries that do not often post the ingredients of said foods. They're just kind of there and you're just kind of trying things. Yeah, absolutely. And as someone who um, has a pretty severe nut, peanut, tree nut allergy, I am generally very cautious with what I try, but a lot of the times like I can sense it or like I can smell it or whatever. So I'm just like, yeah, it's okay. It's fine. And so I'm pretty sure it was the Bangladesh booth because I remember my friend who was with me, he had lived in Bangladesh for the year before. And so I asked him, I was like, do you think this thing has nuts? And he's like, oh no, it's probably fine. And I ate it and it like seemed fine. Like usually I would sense right away if I was allergic to something. And this is why this is weird. Mm -hmm. Like I'm wondering if it was maybe like a cross-contamination thing or not a nut, but something else that I've just never had that I didn't know I was allergic to. I don't know. My body's really bizarre that way. If anyone else has just a random ass assortment of food allergies, you can probably understand. But so I was fine. It was whatever. And I was going to my last day of internship. My boss was taking me out to a fancy, like nice lunch right after this. Right after the international fair? Yes. And so I didn't like eat a bunch of food at the international fair. I just kind of tasted a few just things. Just something from the Bangladesh booth, right? Yes, exactly. And I, um... I still don't even remember what the dish was, but regardless, it doesn't matter. I felt fine. It's whatever. We go to the restaurant and about an hour later, we're ordering and my stomach like starts to hurt a little bit. And I'm like, hmm, that's weird. And usually when I have an allergic reaction, I like get this weird shivery feeling. I don't know how to explain like it. Like in your throat though, right? Like in your yeah, neck. Yeah, like usually yeah. you can like sense it in the, I don't know. It's it's like your neck tingle. I remember you telling me about it before. Yeah, and um, I didn't have that, but my stomach just started to hurt really bad. And then it was just like, it was kind of like, you know, in The Fault in Our Stars where he's like, the way you fall asleep suddenly and then all at once. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and I was talking to my boss and I'm trying to have a conversation and I remember that she was asking me about my experience when I was studying abroad in college and I was like telling her about this and then I was like suddenly I was like about to vom like it was going to happen like within 30 seconds out of nowhere oh it's when you get the I know the feeling in like the back of your lymph nodes where you like it it starts to tense up and you know it's about to happen and we had just caught in our food and I like took one bite and I was like oh my God, I gotta go. And so I was like, I'm so sorry. I don't feel well. I gotta go. And I like, don't even remember what I said to her, but I was so frantic. Oh, you And I was just like, (laughs) so I ran to the bathroom, just, you know, got sick. I don't want to get graphic, but um, it was bad. Did you make it to a toilet? Yes. No, everything was fine. Nothing on my clothes, nothing. That's good. Whatever. Um, Anyway, so I go and I, you know, get sick. I come back to the table. I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I took like a mint or whatever. I told her, I was like, I'm so sorry. Like, um... I don't feel well. I must have eaten like something at the fair that didn't sit well with me. And she's like, oh my God, that's okay. Like you can go back if you want. And I was, I felt so bad because we had just sat down, blah, 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 blah. And it was like this fancy like yeah. celebration lunch kind of a and thing. And usually like, okay, in my, I don't really want to get into the nitty gritty of my allergies, but usually it's like, okay, I get sick. It's fine. I'll just go and take a Benadryl later. And then once it's over, it's like fine. And it was like, okay, it's fine. So she's like, are you sure? And I'm like, no, 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 it's good. Like we're, we're good now. And so we sit and we continue to talk and I continue to like eat a little bit because I felt bad because she was buying me this like nice lunch. Yeah. And um, and then another 10 minutes go by and suddenly my stomach again turns oh. over and I was like, I'm so sorry. I've got to go again. And she's like, Christy, like you should really just go back. Like it's okay if you want to just go home for the rest of the day and all this. And I was like, oh my God, this oh, is so no. bad. Oh so anyway, no. did you go and throw up again? Yeah, I threw up again. Anyway, oh my so gosh. I don't, that was like a very odd But did you get any, any peanut lip or weird swelling or anything? Did your face no, look weird? It, I don't know how to describe it. It definitely, I don't remember exactly, but I definitely remember knowing it was an allergy and not like just a 
like food that made me sick. It was definitely an allergy feeling, but it was just different. And my throat like did kind of swell up a little bit and that's usually a tell for me. And so um, she's like, it's okay. And I was like, I'm so sorry. And so she's like, don't worry, you go back, you can go home. I'll box up your lunch and I'll bring it back and like leave it in the fridge for you. And I was like, oh, that's what a sweetheart. No, she's so nice. Like she's the best. I have nothing but good things to say about her. But I just felt so awkward that like the entire, and this is the only time we'd like gone out to lunch together, you know? And then the entire time I'm like, sometimes that happens. Yeah. But that's so strange. I I have a lot of But maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't nuts. Like you said, maybe it might have been peas or something. Something else. Similar to pea protein too. Yeah. So it was just one of those situations. But anyway, um, if anyone has struggled with allergies in inconvenient places, I feel you. And that was my embarrassing work Is there story. ever a convenient place to have an aller- allergic reaction? Yes, in the comfort of your own home when you have nowhere else to be. <laughs> I mean, that's true. That, that is a better situation. Yeah. But uh, yeah, it's wow. just, I'm sorry it's that so happened awkward to you. That because sucks. like the other person obviously like doesn't want to make you feel embarrassed and they're like trying their best to be like understanding, you know? Right. But you can't help but just be like, God, this is so awful. I'm so sorry. And right. you just apologize like 50 times over until they punch you in the face. Totally. But my boss luckily did not punch me in the face. Um, but she proceeded to tell me at that lunch that I was one of the best interns she had ever had. So Aww, regardless of the so vomiting sweet. throughout our whole lunch, Trust me, Christy, she still liked my performance. You at least made it to the bathroom. I mean, can you imagine <laughs> yeah, how terrible oh that God, story would have been table. at the table? I mean... <laughs> Anyway, starting this podcast off on a disgusting note, but that I was mean, my it's a natural human thing. It happens. So away from bodily functions, I have another story. We'll go back. Don't worry. Um, no, yeah. The amount of stories we got about like bathroom incidents was like <laughs> astronomical. It was so funny. Um, I think it's just like in the workplace. I mean, that people have to go to yeah. the bathroom because you're there all day. This isn't my story, but it's one that when I was thinking of embarrassing workplace things, I thought of somebody I used to know. So, uh... This uh, old friend of mine had a, got a really, really professional internship. And I think it was one of their first internships, but it was in a very high up office. They had to wear a suit every day, working under important people. And uh, this friend of mine was a very musical person, did a lot of singing, a lot of like, you know, was always kind of like, hmm, like humming, bopping, just like a very musical person. Mm-hmm. One of their coworkers one day, like, went into their cubicle and, like, knocked on the cubicle and was like, hi, like, I'm so sorry to bother you, but, like, you're humming quite a bit. Like, you're humming, like, do you mind, like, Aww. like, uh, it's just like, it's distracting me a little bit. Like, and he, he didn't even realize. And he was like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> and then, like, apparently a few days went by and then he got an email that he needed to come into HR <laughs> and he goes in at, like, this super important internship and HR is like, so hi, we need to talk to you about something that, like, has been reported by several of your coworkers. Oh, my God. And he was like, what? What are you talking about? Like, well, apparently you've just been doing a lot of humming. <laughs> And he was just like, like, literally, I don't even think he real, like some people just like, you know, tap their foot or they like snap their fingers or like click a pen, you know, like things you don't even realize you're doing. That's true. And I think he would just hum a lot. And he was like, (laughs) and he came back and he told me and he was like, yeah, I got called into HR today because apparently my humming is bothersome to my coworkers. (laughs) I feel like that would be you in an office. Honestly, probably wouldn't me like singing my jingles and like little ditties to myself. Or the staple, staple, clap, clap, staple. What was my, uh, I think it was like, I think it was a staple, a staple, a clap, 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 go. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was funny because that was like a very like cubicle suits, fancy office job. Mm-hmm. And can you imagine like, <laughs> of the things that HR has to bring people in for? Like, yeah. I feel like that's the level they're like, why am I having this meeting right now? Like, I should be working. I feel like working in HR, I commend anyone who does that. Moving on. Those are just a couple of our stories that hopefully you guys got a kick out of. We too have also had embarrassing moments in our workplaces. I mean, so many. Years. I mean, there's billions I can too. think of. Um... I mean, there was a time when I was working at my restaurant and I, someone bumped into me and I was wearing a white shirt with no undershirt and I spilled an entire platter full of waters for a table oh, all down bad. my front, all down my shirt. I mean, I was wearing a pink bra, like it was completely see-through, Yikes. but I had like eight tables in my section and I didn't have time to go dry off. I was like, my- Did you not have any other shirts there? No. Oh, they didn't have any backups. So I took um, a black napkin, like one of our cloth napkins from the back, tucked it in like I'm about to eat a whole freaking lobster, like tucked it (laughs) into my collar and then tucked it into my belt, almost like just like a front panel. And I just wore that until my shirt dried. Working in a restaurant is just everyone has stories of like spilling things or I don't even know. Like I remember when I had um, a job at a 
outside restaurant. It was outside inside. And it was very, very specific. Outside cups are plastic. Inside cups are glass. And I knew this. And I did it every single time. Every single time. I did the right way. And the one time that I put outside drinks in glasses and brought them out to a table, I spilled them everywhere and broke like eight of our nice fancy And then glasses. there was glass outside and had to yeah. clean it up. Yeah. And there, I felt terrible. There was one time where uh, pretty soon to before I, I got laid off where I slipped on a piece of steak on the floor <laughs> and I fell. I slipped. This was like the one time my manager actually spoke to me because he thought I was going to sue. Um, <laughs> That's why he spoke to But me. I slipped my heel on this damn piece of steak and I fell like in front of my 15 person table. Like oh, slipped no. and fell. I was carrying a whole bunch of plates. I was taking to the dish pit. I mean, they broke. I went everywhere. Oh, and nice. I literally had to like pull myself up and like limp back to the dish pit <laughs> with like everybody at the table watching me. And they still only tipped me 10%. Oh, lame. No. Okay. Maybe yeah. I should have sued. <laughs> anyway, so some of our stories, yes. We have many more, but we just wanted to share a couple and then get to your stories. So we have quite a few good ones to share with you guys. So I think we're going to start with a couple people that emailed us. Here we go. It says, hi, Christine, Sierra. Love the podcast. This is easily top five most embarrassing days of my life. Yay. I love this. It's a sequence of events. Okay. So I graduated college in May 2019, and that June, I started my first full-time job. The job I accepted was a part of a program, and our orientation was at their headquarters. Basically, it was 50-something just graduated kids staying in the same hotel, so at night after orientation, we would all drink and hang out in the courtyard. During orientation, they told us that the next day, it was super important to be on time, so we were going off-site, and there would be a bus waiting for us. That night, I played a drinking game I hadn't played before and got drunk off of beer. Literally never happens to me because it's so filling and I can't drink a lot. Everyone was so loud and also seemed to have gotten pretty drunk, so the cops ended up being called. We obviously all ran to our rooms and acted like it wasn't us. I was being drunk, passed out, and woke up to my phone nonstop ringing. It was a girl I worked with saying, Oh my god, are you alive? Everyone is so worried. Apparently the hotel staff had been knocking on my door to let me know that the bus was there because I didn't set an alarm and was sleeping. I didn't hear the knocking, so HR was concerned for my well-being. I assured them that I was fine and I'd Uber off-site immediately. I was so embarrassed that I messed up this bad. I called the Uber and the ride was going to be over an hour. I slept on the way. As the Uber pulls up, I see the guy and I step out of the car. The minute I step out of the Uber, I hear a ripping sound. I just split my pants right down the middle, completely mooning the Uber driver. I quickly threw a blazer I had around my waist while the man waited to show me everyone else was waiting. Horrified, I walked in and greeted everyone who was looking at me like, we know you overslept because you were drunk. But I told everyone I set my alarms to p.m. instead of a.m. I told some of the friends I I had made what happened and I just embraced it because what else was I supposed to do? A couple hours go by and it's lunchtime. Everyone goes to the bathroom to wash up. I use the bathroom and the minute I stand up, you guessed it, my phone falls in the toilet. I scream profanity in the packed office bathroom and obviously everyone else knew what happened. The rest of the day, VPs were coming up to me saying how sorry they were and how I handled the stuff like a trooper. No one could believe the trail of events. Very unlucky day and everything happens in threes, but I learned my lesson, LOL. Definitely able to laugh about it now. Everyone has off days. Oh my God, that's so horrible. (laughs) Yeah, the first day you like oversleep. Everyone knows that you were like drunk the night before. I mean, yeah. So the email says, hi, thanks for hosting such a top-notch podcast. By the way, it's the highlight of the week. Oh, thank you so much. So this is my favorite part of it is this line. One thing you should know about me before reading this story is I'm only afraid of a single creature. The rat. (laughs) I mean, if that doesn't set you up for a great story, I don't know what else will. The year of the rat is probably traumatizing for her. (laughs) Here we go. I was leading a client call at work with my coworker in the room taking notes for the first time ever. Things were going great until I started to hear strange squeaking noises from below the air conditioning unit. I continued speaking with the client, but made faces at my coworker to see if he was hearing the same noises. I glanced under the AC unit from my seat and saw what I thought was a rubber band on a scrap of paper. Thinking to myself, I must just be paranoid. I still curled my legs up on the chair away from the ground, terrified of any possible rodential encounter. Is that a word? I no, love but that. I love it. Rodential. <laughs> my coworker at this point is still acting normal, but my heart is racing like crazy and I can barely keep going in the interview. At the end of the call, my coworker starts chatting about it and I stop him and I ask, did you hear anything or am I crazy? He said he had, but he thought it was coming from above us. I insisted it wasn't and he got up and checked under the AC unit and pulled out a rat with his bare hands. (laughs) What? 
<laughs> what I thought was a rubber band was actually its tail. Naturally, I excused myself, ran to the bathroom, trying to keep myself from crying, basically had a meltdown for a couple minutes, and then looked at myself in the mirror and said, pull yourself together, woman. I channeled my inner badass and went back to my desk, but I can't say my heart didn't race every time I came into that office for the rest of the summer. To me, it's just like... The fact that he pulled it out with his bare hands. That's like insane. why. I mean, again, some people are terrified of something that other people are not. No, so. but it's not about fear. It's about that's disgusting. <laughs> it could bite him. It could have rabies. That's just stupid. I frankly. mean, what, do we know if it was alive? Oh, well, it was it making noise. Oh, you're right. You're right. It was. Oh, God. That's rough. Next one says, it's technically in the workplace while I was interviewing for a post-grad job when I was 22. It was raining outside, and I was about to walk into my second interview for a position. I didn't have an umbrella or a raincoat, so I was prepping to run into the building. I got out of the car, ran outside, and as I was about to go up the last set of stairs to the door of the building, I slipped and fell straight on my back in a huge puddle. I was soaked through, but not wanting to be late, I went inside and up to the floor where my interview was. The receptionist, who had seen me the day before, was shocked, (laughs) made sure I was alright, and started hand me paper towels to dry myself off as she tried to keep herself from laughing at me. As I was squeezing the water out of my hair, my interviewer, who would be my direct supervisor, came out and looked at me and asked what had happened. I explained that I'd fallen into a puddle just before coming inside. He smiled, walked past me to the interview room laughing, held open the door and said, sorry, but that's effing hilarious. We proceeded through the interview, and as we neared the end, he asked me to explain a time I had failed. My response, (laughs) recently, I fell into a puddle before an interview and was soaked but still went through with the meeting without rescheduling. I got the job. <laughs> well, you know what? I'm glad that has a happy ending. Yeah, man. Oh, man. I can just... Like, you're trying to present so hard for an interview and, like, all that work. She probably spent that morning doing her hair, doing her makeup, yeah. picking out an outfit, trying out, like, 17 different outfits. And then you just plop. Oh, God, that's so funny. That's great. Okay, so now we're going to go ahead and read. We got a whole bunch of DMs on our Instagram, again, which is fingers crossed pod if you're not already following. I was interning at a law firm over the summer. It was August, which is the month where pretty much everyone's on three weeks, three weeks leave in France. The managing partner was supposed to be on holidays. I had never met him, and he was already away when I joined the firm. He popped in the office one day to retrieve some files, and he was wearing jeans and Timberlands. I thought he was the technician meant to work on the coffee machine, which was out of order. And of course, I addressed him as such, explaining all the ways in which the coffee machine was not working. He was gracious about it and introduced himself after I finished, but literally it was seven years ago, and I'm still mortified. I just, I can so picture myself doing that, like, and this guy is, like, literally, like, the managing partner comes in, and this woman's, like, explaining to him about the coffee machine. That's just too good. That's funny. Okay, I have one that says, I work in HR. I made a call to an applicant, and it was going well. All of a sudden, I hear someone yelling in the background, are you using the bathroom? He responds with yes. I was in total shock that he was talking to me while he was probably taking care of his business. LOL. This is why I always ask if now is a good time for them to talk. Hashtag never a dull day in HR. <laughs> Again, wait, why I would not do HR. Wait, exp- I don't even explain to me what happened. Like he was on the phone with someone interviewing them or something, talking to someone on the phone, an applicant. Yeah. And someone in the background on the other end yelled to the guy who was applying on on the other end of the phone. Uh-huh. When they were like, are you in the bathroom? And the guy who was on the phone during his interview or whatever was like, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, that's so The fact that he would answer while he's on the phone with an HR company is like, or HR of a company. Oh, my gosh. Jeez. This one, it's great because as someone who used to serve tables... I relate to this, and I only wish I could have experienced something like this. Oh, God. I have a story that's funny, but in a justice kind of way. I was serving these two older people who were sitting in a booth. The man ordered a seafood platter, and while trying to get the lid off his two ounces of cocktail sauce, he had it squirt onto his nice work shirt. He had been pushing down on the center of the lid instead of trying to pry it off, lol. So I go to check on them and he immediately starts yelling at me about the cocktail sauce and how we are going to be buying him a new shirt. I was not in the mood to even attempt to calm him down myself, so I went to get my manager. My manager informed me that, although this was not our fault, we would be happy to cover his dry cleaning bill, but we would not be replacing his shirt. 
This did not please him, so he picked up his entire seafood platter and chucked it at the wall of the booth. This caused him to then be covered in splattered cocktail sauce, tartar sauce, and bits of his food. He got up and stormed out. It was wonderful. Literally, why? I'm literally just picturing this man picking up his seafood platter and just throwing it at the wall. Like, okay, the little bit of cocktail sauce was not enough. I'm going to put my entire meal all over my shirt now because I'm angry with you. (laughs) In what world, if you make a mistake, like, that's like saying I tripped and spilled my coffee on myself so Starbucks owes me a new shirt. No, that's actually a valid argument because I actually had this argument with my family when I was home. Do you remember that famous lawsuit about the lady who had McDonald's coffee and it was so hot that it gave her, she spilled it on herself, but it gave her third degree burns and so she sued them. Right. I remember heard about that. Yeah. Yeah. And so it's this whole argument of like, okay, but it's not designed to be poured on your skin. So how can McDonald's be held responsible? But the temperature was way too high. Yeah. Yeah. So if, okay, for the guy's sake, he could be arguing that the lids are made in a way that it's not like it spills everywhere when you open it. And that's not fair to him when he didn't know that. When in reality, he was opening it wrong instead of asking for help. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess. I just, as someone who no, I definitely don't think shitty he's kind of right. people, like people who would eat their entire plate of food and then say, I didn't like my steak. Can I get it free? And I'm like, mm-hmm. uh-huh. Yeah, sure. Okay, this one is <laughs> wild. This one says, at my previous job, we had a Bluetooth speaker and every day someone would hook up to it and play music for all of us to hear. One day, one of my coworkers who was hooked up to the speaker left to take a bathroom break. He forgot he was the one hooked up to the speaker and started watching porn in the bathroom. But to his surprise, we all got to listen to it. Oh to make things worse, God. this coworker was my brother. <laughs> I. How is that real? That is. Oh my oh, gosh. No, that's so bad. Oh, that's so bad. Okay, next one. This is from a lifeguard. So again, all sorts of work stories. Here is my awkward lifeguard workplace story. There was an old man who used to come in and swim laps every morning. At first he was friendly and civil, but he quickly started getting out of hand. It was an outdoor pool and would get pretty busy in the summer. At first I had an issue where every morning he started swimming into people. I would ask him to stop, but he started hitting people while swimming. (laughs) Eventually management had to make us stay in your lane rule because of this man. During the day we taught swim lessons and he would come to swim his laps and be ruthless. One day he came through and knocked me and the child I was holding over to get into his lane, ruthless. Then we noticed he would wear the same bathing suit every day. Well, eventually the sun and chlorine does things to well swimsuits and it got a huge hole in his speedo, huge with children's swim lessons. I ended up having to ask him to wear a suit, which covered his privates, most (laughs) awkward conversation ever. Anyways, he eventually got banned when he broke into the pool on a national holiday when we were closed. This 80 year old hopped the fence and maintenance found him swimming laps. He was wild. God, he broke in. Speaking of the entitlement, you have a half naked man who hits people in the pool who's 80 years old and breaks in on a national holiday. I mean, this man just needs a lifetime ban from this pool. Oh man, or like a kiddie pool of his own. He backyard. just needs his own pool, honestly, yeah, if he geez. wants to act that way. Okay, this one says another story that doesn't involve my workplace. My boyfriend and I were doing long distance while he was working and I was finishing up my senior year of school. Sometimes because we were both so busy during the day, we'd communicate via email because it was just easier. I once sent him an email with URGENT in all caps as the subject line and then just added LOVE YOU in the body of the email. Cheesy, I'm aware. Just thought it was a dumb joke. No big deal. Well, he responded to the email and was like, aw, you're cute. But just so you know, when you put URGENT in the subject line, the email goes to everyone in the company. What kind of rule is that? (laughs) Basically, I profess my love to him for the amusement of the entire office. Needless to say, never made that mistake again. Dang. God, that reminds me of days in the office when someone would like email a mass email like to reply all kind of a thing yes, and yeah everyone would do that and it was the constant like okay i'm gonna be the last person to say it no one responded to this email but please stop hitting reply all and then the next person would respond and be like i too would just like to say you guys all need to stop get- clicking reply all to all and it just kept going and it's the most like cringy office etiquette thing oh my god like the mass emails everyone knows that is the worst part yeah do not hit reply all Okay, next up. On the first day of my new work assignment, I joined a Google Hangouts meeting from my middle school email, which was SockMonkey573 by accident, and then loudly announced to my roommate, 
F, I joined from the wrong account without <laughs> muting myself first. And this was like two weeks ago. Um, oh, man. It's good. Great first impressions. Good way to we start. We all have those emails, too, that like we'll accidentally use or something. Or like one time I was, I think I was interviewing and I sent them my Skype and I didn't realize that it was like attached to my old mm-hmm. middle school email. And then I was like, ah, how do I change this before they have the interview? <laughs> Oh, man. Okay, this one says, ha, love this prompt. Thank you. Last fall, I was sharing my screen in a team meeting and proceeded to pull up my IM and message a friend across the room to talk shit about literally everyone else in the meeting while it was being broadcasted to a giant conference room TV. By the time I realized it was too late and then I had to try and quickly close every response she sent over the next five minutes equally as snarky and popping up in the right-hand corner because she was sitting under the screen and couldn't see the tragedy that had just occurred. We both tried not to be sick for the rest of the day from humiliation, but I quickly figured out that uh, my privacy settings... Oh, I quickly figured out my privacy settings so that incoming messages can no longer expose me from being a petty bitch. Luckily, no serious harm was caused. I think everyone thought it was funny, but my God, I still think about this and want to die from embarrassment at least once a day. Wow, <laughs> that's that's pretty bad. Yeah, I've always worried about that. Like somehow having, not that I would be like texting things like that. Like that's risky in your workplace. It's just sending like, a text to the wrong things. person. Yeah, essentially. Well, not even that. Well, that does happen too. But just like, like having things pop up on your screen while people are looking at it, you know, like yeah. that feeling or like back in school when you'd be logging into your Gmail account to like open up a presentation and you're like worried about As something gonna that's going to show up. Yeah. <sighs> I've been thinking about, about that with my computer in the shop that like, cause I gave them my password into the computer that like, cause you have Fair to, game. <laughs> they're like, it's still linked to like my messages. So like if I'm texting people, technically they could see what I'm texting. Oh, maybe they'll turn off the Wi-Fi or something. I don't know. That's so I would weird. hope. Like, I don't know. It just, it, it, the whole thing makes me feel kind of weird, but I have to trust that they're like professionals. I mean, yeah, that's what they, they do. They know what they're they doing. They do that with everyone. Next up from the DMs. This was back in deep quarantine when we first started working from home. I was working from home and my cat would not stop watching me from all corners of the house. So I just kept singing, I feel like somebody's watching me just on repeat in my mind. I could not stop. Is that the somebody's watching me? Is that that song? Oh, I think maybe it is. I think that's what that is. Um, So she was just singing it all the time. I leave a lot of voicemails for people. And so I'm leaving a voicemail and continue my work. I start singing my new favorite song, full volume, thinking (laughs) I'm really good at singing. (laughs) and realize that the voicemail never clicked off and I've been recording five minutes of me heavy breathing and singing on this poor woman's voicemail. Later she told me she heard it and luckily we had a nice laugh, but come on. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's so bad. Okay, this one says, I would get incredibly bad hangovers in college, sick and dehydrated the entire day and was hungover at the textbook store I worked at one morning and fully fainted while ringing a customer up, woke up on the ground, textbook bag in hand and a co-worker helping me up awkwardly sat in the back eating crackers until my manager said I could walk home without passing out oh my Yikes. gosh I've never fully fainted ever. I have three times it's not fun that's scary how long were you out that's what I'm wondering I don't know here. that's the thing I, I mean I think a couple minutes maybe but I, it could have been hours like that's the you thing weren't about with black- anyone else no each time I was alone oh that's scary and Three times it was all from core power yoga. I mean, no offense to core power yoga. I'm not trying to like scandalize them, but it essentially just my low blood pressure and doing high intensity workouts in 95 degree heat don't mix well. I'm wondering if the customer just like left or the customer helped or like what happened. I've actually fainted four times now that I think oh, about what, it. Was there a customer incident? No, it wasn't at core power yoga. It was uh, I was in high school and I fainted at a friend's house and I woke up with the paramedics there. Oh, really? Yeah, they because it was we were all high schoolers and our parents were at home and they freaked out and they didn't know. Um, oh. They didn't know what to do, so they called 911. And I woke up and there were like these super hot firefighters there. Anyway, it was <laughs> well, fine. You were okay? Yeah, you don't was, know why? No, I don't know why. I think it's just low blood, blood, blood pressure. Honestly. Well, you must have been out for a while because. George. <laughs> no, I must have because of the time it took the paramedics to get there. Yeah, that's I mean, that's what I'm a saying. long time. That's scary. This one is so relatable because I was just telling Christy when I came across this one, like, do you know if you're ever like writing down like a note for like school or a class or whatever, and then someone in the other room is talking about like bananas, and then you, you look at your sentence and realize you wrote bananas somewhere into your sentence, or your you brain like, got your confused. brain gets confused. So, this is what this one's about. She said, I work retail, so we ask for emails. 
And I was thinking of everything I needed to do when I got off work at the same time. Well, I was thinking that I need to shower. And instead of saying, do you have an email you'd like to share? I said, would you like to shower with us today? <laughs> oh my gosh, I was so embarrassed and I apologized like crazy. I just picture like being at Bath and Body Works and then someone's like, would you like to shower? <laughs> I can't even say it with a straight face. Would you like to shower with us today? Like, what would you even say? I was in a meeting once mindlessly playing with my hair at the back of the room while someone talked through a presentation, as I do when I'm bored. I guess my tape and extension was loose, because next thing I know, I accidentally pulled it out. I was just sitting there with a chunk of my hair in my hand. <laughs> I quickly hid it under the desk. I'm like 90% sure no one saw. No one said anything. The presentation went on, but I slowly died inside. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's funny. Just like holding a chunk of hair. Imagine some guy who doesn't know about hair extension sees that and he's like, oh my god. Are you okay? <laughs> I love this one. I was having a meeting with my supervisor once and we were going over some forms. I was also talking about how freezing it was in there and how cold I was as a result. He then puts out his hand. I then touch his hand because I thought he wanted to see how cold I was. Nope, he just wanted to borrow my pen to sign the form. <laughs> Oh god, I'm just picturing her like holding his hand and this man's like, what are you doing? <laughs> I wanted to listen to Judge Judy while I worked, so I put in some headphones and started watching it online live. It was too quiet to hear, so I turned the volume up full blast. I watched for about 15 minutes before getting up during a commercial and realizing my headphones were not connected. The whole office heard Judge Judy yapping full volume. I asked why no one told me, and my coworker said she thought I was trying to make a statement. Oh my gosh. <laughs> That's so funny too, like headphone mishaps, I feel like are so common. Or like when it's Bluetooth and then you walk away and forget or something, and then it's yeah. just like playing out loud. I did that once on the employee shuttle at Disney. I was, uh, I was trying to put myself up for my shift and it was literally like 6.30 in the morning. And so I started playing like Michael Jackson essentials and it started with like smooth criminal. And I remember that it had starts like dun, 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 dun. And that's how it starts. And I remember thinking, oh, I was just, I just got AirPods. And so I was like testing them out. And like, I was like, oh, it's like really quiet. So I kept turning it up and turning it up. And then I was like walking like to get on the shuttle. And I'm like, why is this so quiet? Meanwhile, you're walking down the street to a personal playlist. Everyone's like, like a smooth uh, criminal. And I was wondering, like, why? And then I took out the AirPod and it was like, Michael Jackson was just like, dun dun, da 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 da. And I was like, and no one was like saying anything. Nobody was. And I was like, I literally was just like, I'm sorry. Oh no, I mean, it was 6 30 in the morning. I'm sure these people were not ready for yeah. that. So. Amazing. All right, so now we're going to do a couple of short quips that we got from people who responded to the like comment box or what do you what do you call it on Instagram where it's, you can only type like one sentence. So we have a couple funny ones. This was like the one liner at the bottom of someone's email submission, which was not work related. But one time I simultaneously flashed and spilled coffee on the minister of finance of Mexico while walking <laughs> through my college campus. I thought Christy would enjoy that. Oh, that's funny. Y'all, I was a nanny at the time and accidentally shot myself with the kid's $300 EpiPen. Oh my God. <laughs> like how? How do you accidentally jab that in your leg and eject the epinephrine? <laughs> I farted and convinced everyone that it was a dead rat. They called an exterminator. <laughs> That's so funny. My boss accidentally texted me. My <laughs> Sorry. Okay, I can't do this without laughing. My boss accidentally texted me, my nudes aren't free, and then realized it was me and said sorry. <laughs> like, they didn't even, it wasn't even a mistype. He just sent it to the wrong person. I love that. Walked in on my boss in the bathroom and panicked and turned the light off on him. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny to picture. During a Zoom anti-racism training, I sent a 90-day fiancé meme to my entire organization by accident. <laughs> I really want to know what meme it was. I feel like there's so many Zoom like oh, mishaps yeah. you can have Absolutely. these days. Like unmuting accidentally oh, and I like not knowing your camera's on. Oh my god, the amount of times I've seen the ones of people who like take who are like in online school or a meeting and take the computer into the bathroom with them because they don't want to miss anything, but they have to go and forget to turn their camera off. And like there was one of this woman who literally like was peeing and she oh was on the zoom God. and then mid pee she like realizes she doesn't turn her camera off and she like like gets up and like <laughs> swipes the computer off the counter and like everyone is just silent oh, but the best part so of that awkward. is her peeing 
and not realizing and then seeing the faces of everyone else in the Zoom seeing her on the screen. <laughs> this one says, I'm a teacher. And I said, I can't fucking do this anymore. Forgetting to mute. And a parent responded to me, me neither. <laughs> I'm sure they appreciated the honesty, honestly. Uh, this one says, I'm 19 and work in HR. A 25-year-old employee who works at my bus super liked me on Tinder. Ew. Mm. That's so awkward. I got a few of those messages about people, like, with not even just dating apps, but, like, weird, like, past people in their workplaces. And then, like, I don't even know. That's just so awkward. I was a cashier and I have really rosy cheeks, naturally. And this lady came up to me and asked me, how long I have left to live because I <laughs> guess there's some illness involving red cheeks and you only live like two months. I'm pretty sure she's talking about consumption because that's how a lot of people passed away in like old timey books. And one of the symptoms was super rosy cheeks, but still. That like, is so rude to also, go up to someone and say, so how long you do you have left to live? Like, what? I mean, Wow. That's like worse than when people are like, oh, when are you due? I know. We're like, how far along are you? And you're like, girl, I'm not pregnant. <laughs> I'm a teacher and ripped my jeans without noticing until a kid told me they saw my butt. <laughs> oh, no. Excuse me, Miss Jones. I see your butt. <laughs> oh, I love this one. <laughs> the IT guy asked if I had gotten a blowjob done on my hair. He meant a blowout. <laughs> oh, another like playing something out loud. Call her daddy playing out loud instead of on AirPods. <laughs> Yeah, man. <laughs> oh my god, this is funny. I was at a bar, saw a manager there, and called them by the wrong name with full confidence. <laughs> I feel like we have done that, like, I mean, in every aspect of our lives. Like, I once did that with a coworker, and I, it was someone I hadn't seen in a while, and I mixed up the name. They're both A names, and I literally was like, oh my gosh, like, Allie, wow, I haven't seen you in forever. And I, I realized that she, like, acted kind of strange toward me, and I did, I looked her up on Facebook. Her name was, like, Amanda. Like, oh, it was, like, no. I was, like, oh my god. Like, I feel like that's one thing, but it's, like, when it's a manager at your company that you're seeing in an unprofessional setting, too, just all of those things I layered know. together. It's just, like, oof. Oh, man. She, this girl said, I put investment anal interview on someone's calendar instead of investment analyst interview. <laughs> Always a good one. Oh uh, that was so much fun. Thank you guys so much for listening to all of our crazy and embarrassing workplace stories with us. I Thanks love for those sending them in. Oh, too. yeah. I mean, we read every single one. Like, on every, like, Instagram, email, DMs, whatever, we read all of them. So thank you so much for sending those in. And we can't wait for our next uh, Pull the Listeners uh, subject. I wonder what, what are we going to do next? I know. Seriously, if you have suggestions or, like, different stories that you think would be good, definitely let us know. You can send us a DM with any suggestions of topics or anything like that. Or if you guys just have good stories that you'd like to share. Maybe it will prompt yeah, uh, an idea for an episode. Anyway, okay, we are going to wrap it up because we're both starving and, and our like, stomachs are We're growling. having to re-record like <laughs> bits over and over because it keeps getting interrupted by our stomachs literally screaming at I us. I thought Sierra's stomach was an ambulance just now. <laughs> but it was just my stomach going... <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for listening, you guys. Give us a five-star rating on Apple Cop. Apple Cobcast. <laughs> on Corn on the Cob. Apple Cobcast. Please give us a five star rating. Please give us five for- Corn on the Cobs <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Or Cobcast. Okay, we've really got to go. When you're a scarecrow and you have a podcast, Corn on the Cobcast, we need to go. Okay, thanks, thanks for listening. Love you guys. And keep your fingers crossed. Bye. Bye. Bye.